check. Hello. There we go. Need a little sound in here. Come on. Give me some fucking sound. Seth? Fucking weird, man. Oh, there we go. Right there. Dipping our toes into a shallow pool on this one. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, not yeah, very. Not a lot of depth with these guys. This is a whole guys. thing. Yeah. This is a whole very shallow thing. Apparently. This is a whole thing. Um, this is going to happen. Are we ready? I'm ready. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you today, Seth? Fantastic weekend this so far. Okay. Fantastic Okay. Weekend. How's yours been? It's been good. Really? Uh, a lot of relaxing, a lot of taking it easy. My weekends, um, since taking on my promotion, um, oh, yeah. have been focused on self-care. Awesome. I uh, got a pedicure yesterday. Oh, I love that. I think I'm going to sign up for a Massage Envy uh, monthly thing. Whoa. It's like 65 bucks a month, and you get a fr- you get an hour-long massage and discounted massages aside from that. An hour? What the hell's going on over there? What are you doing, Mark? Let me knock some things over. What are you, like quick. Godzilla busting through I, I Tokyo, knocking, thing, knocking shit over? What the Everything's hell's okay now. I can't see. He's in, he's in, a, he's in a glass booth. <laughs> I can't see... <laughs> Everything from neck down. Oh. But, yeah, so everything but. is going well. <laughs> anyway. I yeah. had a great weekend, too. Good. Did a lot of uh, housework. Did uh, Went out and trimmed some trees in my backyard. It's a beautiful day for that. Yeah. Had a lot of fun with the fam. Had yep. a, you know, going to get ready, wound up for this work week. Getting ready to go to the Florida Folk Festival. Fucking can't be more amped up for that. Yeah, we got yeah. a double recording today so that way you can go and be free and fly. Yes. And- and sing with Danny Goddard and so many other wonderful people that we know. Oh, I'm going to tell him you said something. Please, please do. Yeah. I love him to death. The original drummer of the Strip Club Moms, who we've talked about a couple times on the podcast, and you and I have talked about a number of times since I played drums with the Strip Club Moms for a short time. You and, did. Um, I'm now happy with a group called the. Mom. Now he's with a group called. Yeah, and we were happy to have you. Um, or now he's with a group called the New Seventy Sixers. It's a family band that he has up in Tallahassee. They play whenever Florida Folk Festivals happen, which they haven't for two years mm-hmm. because of a little thing that started back in March of 2020. But I think we've, my, I'm crossing my fingers, might have worked our way through. There is a, a festival happening this year. Very, very excited about it. And in anticipation of that, we have to talk about a band from Alberta, Calgary mm. specifically. Indeed. Or, I'm in anticipation. Mm-hmm. Anticipation, and that band is Loverboy, Loverboy, and that song, well, the song, the song, the song, <laughs> the song we are talking about is working for the weekend. Everybody's, um, yeah. There's, uh, you, you can imagine in your mind, there's a parenthetical, uh, everybody's, in and then working for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're Canadian as hell. Mm-hmm. They, um, they got a power is... pop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is really the best way to put it. They are Canadian as hell. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are. Oh boy, um, they formed in 1979. 
from the tops of their exposed chests all chests all the way down to their skivvies, eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They've definitely got that hair metal look slash oh, yeah. power pop with synth sensibility uh, that's just shining through on this song. Something went wrong on the way to buy more hair product. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what they the hotboxed Aquanet. <laughs> they did. And then they wrote this fucking thing. They did. They shotgunned Aquanet <laughs> back and forth to each other. <laughs> and then this happened. And then this came out. What are they? What is it? Like a French inhale? Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. Um, now, you may be asking yourself. The connected faces. How do you get a dumb fucking name like Loverboy for your band? That Well, there is. There's an explanation. There absolutely is. There is. And it came to him in a dream, <laughs> which is. <laughs> amazing it is it's a really great so go ahead mark please um so the singer paul dean uh not to be confused with paula no dean, relation to paula yeah not that we know of um had a dream of uh, the previous night he was hanging out with some bandmates as well as some girlfriends of the bandmates they were looking through fashion magazines um and there was a cover girl advertisement um at some point someone i guess said cover boy and then in a dream, which it should have stayed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cover Boy's bad enough, um, but you know, maybe marginally better than Lover Boy. <laughs> Not really. Um, but then, uh, so Cover Boy, they were, I guess, talking about it. I don't know if there was a serious uh, idea to make it call that. Hey, we're, uh, to we're, call the band that we're gonna be Lover Boy. Eh? And then it says. Uh, cover boy then became lover boy in dean's dream later that night dean's dream <laughs> dean's dream is a good fucking band name um uh, after being told by dean about the dream the next morning reno agree agreed to try it out and it stuck mm. uh they made their group their group uh, debut opening for kiss in 1979 in vancouver british columbia yeah I wonder how old Haim thought about them when he first saw about when he first saw him. He did. He, I wonder if he said, "Yeah, they're definitely from Canada." Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he said the same thing we did. If you look at them, I mean, it doesn't just just one little glance, and you're going, "Oh yeah, they're from a backward part of North America." Uh, uh, yeah, they are. I love how the next mm-hmm. sentence starts out. Originally rejected by all the major record labels in the United <laughs> States, <laughs> all of them in the United States collectively shut out. Yeah, so they started, of course, putting out albums. Um, they uh, they they put out an album in 1981 called Get Lucky, mm-hmm. uh, their second studio album. And on that album was the song Working for the Weekend. Yes. They tried to connect with all the angry young men across America who are just, you know, out there slaving away mm-hmm. day after day. And uh, put forth an anthem for them. Is, is this an anthem? I mean, is it's, it's anthemic. I would think. Um, I'd say it's got anthemic tendencies in the chorus. Right. <laughs> now, what's funny about the title of the song, the thing that always cracked me up is that I, working in a mall, as we were talking about a little bit beforehand, before recording, I always thought of the lyric as everybody's working during the weekend. Like, what are you doing for the weekend? It's like, <laughs> I'm working for the weekend. <laughs> I never, ever, it never occurred to me until I was like 38 <laughs> where someone was like, no, no, it's everybody's like, working toward the weekend well, and i was like oh working in anticipation of yes yes yes, yes. Yeah. well mark and i was like oh okay mark, look look where you were look at the position that you were in in that day yeah, oh, yeah. you were in, you were in the position of quite literally being bent over by a corporate god <laughs> and yeah. fucked in the ass yes absolutely yes, yes i was yeah. people would have all their plans for the weekend and mine weekend was nothing working. to you except you get to hang out with your working friend <laughs> yeah that's a good reference 
Um, so yeah, um, the uh, song was written by Paul Dean. Again, no relation to Paula Dean. Um, this is from the Wikipedia. He was out walking one Wednesday <laughs> what happened afternoon. Right there? <laughs> I had a burp. Um, a lover boy happened. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's a little. That's what we call a lover boy push. It's a lindigestion. Um, he was out walking on a Wednesday afternoon, looking for inspiration in his songwriting. Which Jesus Christ. This is, this is what happens when he finds inspiration. He noticed that much of the area was deserted, as most people were at work. So I'm out on the beach and wondering, where is everybody? Well, I guess they're all waiting for the weekend, he later said. Um, oh. So originally the title was going to be Waiting for the Weekend. Um, he mentioned it to the band, and someone said, hey, what about working for the weekend? Um, this is from Song Facts. Uh, Mike had the great idea of why don't we call it Working for the Weekend? And I said, yeah, that's good. That's fine. Not a huge difference. Still work. It's kind of cool. It's quirky with a little bit of a twist on the lyrics. So, yeah, let's go. <laughs> like how he starts start saying it's a great idea and then immediately is like. And then shoots it down. Eh, it's, yeah, it's, and then, it's all right. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's no big deal. It's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. So. How dare you change my words is what he wants to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, Even though it's better. I mean, it really is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. So we can just kind of start talking right now about how the whole premise of this song is immediately incorrect, right? People aren't not at the beach because they're waiting for the weekend. They're at the beach because they're somewhere else. They're working. They're not not at the beach because they're like, mm, let's hold off until Saturday. They're working. <laughs> they're, they're not waiting. Yeah. No, they're wor- Yes. And when they get off of work, they're probably not running to the beach because it's almost dark. And probably they have dinner and families and like obligations, these, these 20 or 30 somethings who are in like a rock band or sleeping on their mom's couch are like, hey, where is everybody? It's like they're working. They're working. <laughs> they're making a living. Yeah. And obviously this worked out pretty all right for them eventually. Uh, you know, with, what with uh, such this, hits as Turn Me Loose. This did make money. It yes. did. I mean, oh, yeah, it did. absolutely. But uh, I, I just think it's so funny that they have this. Uh, this ignorance to <laughs> the fact that other people in the band are like, you know, or that other people in the world rather yeah, yeah. are working or working. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. And then being like, it's like, they're not, exclusive. Oh, well, they're just not here. Cause they're just like waiting around. It's like, no man, that's what work is. You can't do other stuff. You've got to do work. Yeah. You're that's how when you're works. working, that's what you're doing. Um, did do you know anything else about uh, just just you know we can get to the lyrics here in just a second but do you know anything else about them other than turn me loose you know other songs they had a 1985 record with that Mutt Lang produced mm-hmm. and actually wound up writing the title song called Loving Every Minute of It that is one of the worst things you've ever heard it is just it it, it is musical diarrhea uh, I cannot stand that fucking song I don't I can't either it's terrible. It's kind of shocked that Mutt Lang came up with it, knowing how much more that he did, you know, with Def Leppard and eventually Shania, Shania, Miss Regina. That's a real name. Um, so what's funny is that um, he actually didn't produce that song. Mutt? Mutt Lang wrote that song. Wrote the song. I'm sorry. He wrote the song. Produce didn't it. produce it. I'm sorry. I was looking at the song facts for Loving Every Minute of It because I can't stand that song. That, that to me, has a lot of... Um, the same feel as uh, the stroke. 
Very much. Uh, and I was kind of follows there, that same tempo. And the song yeah. fact says, Mutt Lang was so prolific in the 1980s that even acts he wasn't producing were delivering hits with his name on them. Mm. Lang wrote Love in Every Minute of It, which became the title track to the band's fourth album. <laughs> so, I mean, Mutt Lang was fucking just absolutely tearing it up. He Pro- was prolific. He had his fingers least, yeah. in everyone's pie, if you will. And maybe other stuff. Um... There's a music video for this. I did not watch it. Mutt Pie. I didn't either. You. I don't want to okay. see it. Well, we're just I mean, I've seen enough it. pictures of... Go out there, do yourself a favor. I think by, by the time the show comes around, we'll post a picture of Loverboy because they are... I think this is what... I told Mark, this is what the Scorpions were shooting for looking like, you know, in the late 1970s. They're ridiculous looking. It is It is. Uh, it is laugh-inducing. Just one... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this photo up. The yeah, one I showed you. Yeah. It's uh, apparently they're still going. You know, things are still happening for Paul and the boys. Um, Paul Dean tells us we were playing at this bar and it was one of those meat market places. And we did two sets and nobody danced. Nobody cared. It was just like, oh, my God, are we ever going to reach these people? And then when we came on stage for the third set, we opened with working for the weekend and the dance floor was packed. Ding, 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 I ding, went, ding, OK, ding, we might have something here. Uh, we don't have that luxury now. We still play our new tunes, but it's different now. Now that we're established, it's hard to get people to really sit up and take notice on a new song. You can never compare it to a hit that's established in their mind that they've been waiting for six months to hear. Hmm. Waiting for six months to hear. I can't imagine anybody like anticipating Loverboy for that long. They're They're like, oh my fucking God, in six months. Crossing the days off their calendar. I'm going to fucking dance so <laughs> taking days off. Every morning getting up, looking at the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Lover boy, July third. They've got a countdown thing right. on the on their computer on their desktop. <laughs> Five months, twenty two days, eighteen hours until Lover Boy. Paul Dean's face looking at you every day we wake up. <laughs> you are sexy. Everybody's working for the Lover Boy weekend. Oh, God. Um, Highest that this thing charted was number two in the United States. Number two. Yeah, this did. I mean, Australia nineteen, Canada ten. Can't even can't even break the top five in their own country. No New Zealand, huh? New, yep, New Zealand nineteen. Of course they did. Of course we do. Uh, U.S. Uh, Billboard Hot 100 29 uh, U.S. Al- album Rock Tracks is number two. Uh, it, it did that. It, that happened. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, is is there much outside of this to Loverboy that needs to go over that we need to go over? Not no, really, no. 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 This song has been um, covered and used everywhere. Uh, one of the most notable places is Patrick Sweezy and Chris Farley doing their Chippendale sketch, uh, the famous Chippendale sketch of the two of them trying to outdance each other. Mm. This song is used in the background. It was also sung by Ron Burgundy, played by Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. uh, on Conan O'Brien. It has been used on American Idol. It's been used in movies. It's been used... In uh, Grand Theft Auto, in Saints Row, Do you know who Paul Fully Gilbert? Loaded, the movie Click, Scrubs, Regular Show, Jesus Christ. Super Bowl ads, the movie Pixels, uh, Family Guy, and The Masked Singer. Do you know who Paul Gilbert is? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he did an instrumental cover of it on a 2014 record. I thought Paul Gilbert was better than that. I would hope so. Because really, this, I mean, not. musically, this is a really shit song. I mean, it's its just ding, 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 ding. And then that piano that go, that drives through the whole thing. And 
the the lick, the guitar lick, which is supposed to be this, it's this weak hook that they play, is the solo. Oh yeah, really weak. Yeah, really weak. Yeah, they try and get some Barracuda vibes on there. They do they got that. <laughs> they got that. Uh, Far that, like song. you said, that that gallop. Mm-hmm. Kind of an Iron Maiden thing almost. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like the Trooper. Yeah. Let's let's see what these lyrics got in store for us. Yeah. Let's. Do you have a freaking clothespin for your nose? My clothespin for my nose. Full of Calgary here. Everyone's watching to see what you will do. Everyone's looking at you. Oh. Everyone's wondering, will you come out tonight? Everyone's trying to get it right. Get it right. (laughs) Here's a bunch of sentences that have little to nothing to do with each other. He's he's trying to paint a little a, a pretty little picture here, Mark. He's trying to relate to the common man. He is. I mean, he is the common man. He can relate. I, I'm 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 going to hate to say this to a degree, Mark, but you know, given the state of our country in very so many ways, and the, actually the state of North America, I'd have to say that the common man has taken over. Well, it's bad everywhere, Mark. I like that this song puts you in the driver's seat it, it kind of makes you uh puts you in a in a first person perspective here mm-hmm. um where they're saying you know everyone's watching to see what you will do and it's like me and it's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like a late 70s early 80s romp of uh choose your own adventure <laughs> <laughs> Insert adjective here. It's like, will you go out tonight? Noun. (laughs) (laughs) Will you go out or will you stay home? Everybody's squeegeeing for the Fortnite. Yeah. um, This this song to me is just a bunch of lines that are non sequiturs to other lines almost. They're just, they're kind of like free flowing thought of lines that sound kind of similar. Everybody's watching to see what you will do. So a little bit of a big brother vibe, don't you think? Yeah, I'm trying to like figure. I know that this is probably not being hyper literal where like everyone's sitting in chairs just watching somebody. But it's I guess in this song, we are a a high profile person, Mm. a person with some stature. Do you think that Paul Dean is trying to like elevate someone's ego? Maybe. Maybe. Everyone's looking at you. Okay, I don't know why. Look. Everyone's wondering, will you come out tonight? Well, why don't they just ask me? Yeah. This is like this is like someone tattling. <laughs> like, hey, hey, you know, everyone's looking at you, right? And they all want to know what you're going to do and if you're going to come out tonight. And everyone's trying to get it right. Get what right? That's that's the most... Uh, I, I actually took a little bit of a different view of this. Oh, okay. Everyone's watching to see what you will do. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone's wondering, will you come out tonight? This person is a star. Okay. This person is, you know, maybe not tattled on, being tattled on. Maybe this person is a star. They're being under that, you know, that Entertainment Tonight scrutiny. And everyone's looking at them, which I would go so far as to say is that if you're this big of a star... You probably don't have a day job. Oh, so you, this is like uh, like Paul Dean walking around on a Wednesday wondering why uh, no one's at the beach. <laughs> Maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, but, uh, you know, if you're under that level of, you know, everyone's looking at you, everyone's, you're not working for the weekend. You have no fucking day job. You know, you're, you're, you're just, you're, a, you know, you're a, you're a superstar. You know, everyone's looking at you. Oh. Who are we dealing with that everyone's wondering if they'll come out tonight? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is not this is not your everyday angry young man. This is not your common man. You know that Noel Coward wrote about. This is he's 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 sitting here singing. He's singing to a star. I think. Okay. I mean, I'm probably wrong, but it sounds that way. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's trying to get it right. That is the most. <laughs> And, th- and this line kind of goes into the chorus here, which is also just like kind of throwing you like it's kind of like a very philosophical song. Like <laughs> it's a very empathetic song. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody wants a new romance. Everybody's going off the deep end. Everybody needs a second chance. Oh. <laughs> everyone's going off the deep end. Every everything that happens that everybody's working towards have nothing. Kind of, I don't know if they have anything to do with each other. I'm not. Everybody's working for the weekend. Okay, we've already gone over that. Everybody wants a new r- romance. Apparently, uh, I mean, okay. All right. That's what I hear. Can, let, can we go back to the insane. first verse just for a second? Okay, first three ra- la- yeah, We don't have to. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I mean, we can if you think you really got something. Mark, we have had a, a haze go over our eyes and ears in the last couple of weeks as far as, you know, lyrics and what the fuck they mean going all the way back to Len. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. really just trying to figure out what. And this is it's doing it again, Mark. It's happening again. I, 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 all right, all right, go ahead. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everyone wants a new romance. Everybody's going off the deep end. It's a bunch of people like losing their mind. I mean, this may paint like a, a post-apocalyptic picture it's, of just like the, the, the sheeple of the world <laughs> looking to someone who is like a neo, uh, like a neo-god um, are they looking for Morpheus? Yeah, maybe. They, I mean, maybe they are. Uh, maybe they're looking for. Uh, they're looking at some. Is he singing about Soylent Green? I don't know what he's singing. I about. don't either, man. It's fucking. I went into this like thinking that I had some part of it figured out, but as we get, you know, as we really break it down, it's becoming. It's uh, it's breaking my brain. We're going through the whole, whole first verse, and then the chorus is. Everybody's working all week to get to the weekend. Everybody, everybody wants a new romance, which is bizarre. <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of like, you know, no one's in love. Nobody's people. Nobody's people want to fall in love with something else. Right. Everybody's going off the deep end. <laughs> everybody's everybody's in fear of losing their mind. And then everybody needs a second chance. It's like it's of for what? What have they done? <laughs> Like, why does everyone need a second chance? He is describing some sort of dystopian future where everyone's gone mad yeah. from lack of, you know, lack of strength. And they're like, we've come here and, for you. Yeah. 
And then... They're coming to take you away. You want a piece of my heart? You better start from the start. You want to be in the show? Come on, baby, let's go. Let's go! And... Yeah, we got some that cheesy fucking guitar. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, the you better start from the start. That line has always irked me so much. I I was gonna say that this is one of those things where you just where you you're not doing the work trying to uh, put anything you know really poetic or meaningful. Oh yeah. You're just you just kind of it's just it's word vomit. It's it, it is it, it, someone lost their thesaurus. Yeah, it's word vomit. They could have said, you know, you can begin from the start or something. But mm-hmm. they just said start from the start. Start from the start. As opposed to starting from the middle, I guess, right. or like I I don't know why they even put that line in there because it, it rhymes been, with heart, I guess. If he would have said I went from shart to shart, it would have been better we don't know who now are are they singing from the same lot like are they singing from the same direction are they is this someone asking us do you want a piece of my heart is this someone else talking who said anything about wanting someone's heart is it him directing giving the directive to the people to the to to the person to to a single person to me do you want to be piece of my heart and what, what did you just say? Did you have a stroke? I'm, I am. I'm having a stroke, Mark. Please, can you do it. call a fucking... <clears throat> Does it smell like burning all EMTs. It is. <laughs> it is. I, I, you want a piece of my heart, and what does that have to do with you want to be in the show? Yeah, and what, are being... we talking about like a metaphysical show, or are we talking about like a metaphorical show? I'm thinking... Or are we talking about a rock show? A rock show, like, why, why does having to get a piece... Of his heart, make that person suddenly worthy to be in the fucking show. Yeah, that is really fucking. It makes no sense. None. <clears throat> I, yeah, this whole thing. The most, the most sense in this, in this, probably in the whole freaking song at this point is, "Come on, baby, let's go." <laughs> I mean, at le- you know, there. I, I guess you're going to the show. Yeah, we're gonna go. And we're there's go- guitar, or you're going somewhere. We and don't even really galloping. fucking know. We're just going. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that he also gives some instruction that if you want a piece of my heart, you better start from the start. <laughs> Thanks, great. Now I know how to get a piece I, of your heart. Yeah, I've we've delineated Perfect. where this beginning is. Uh, then we get this cheesy fucking guitar thing, yeah. and then we get a a very fucking confusing second verse. Everyone's looking to see if it was you. Everyone wants you to come through. Everyone's hoping it'll all work out. Everyone's waiting. They're holding out. So there we have him rhyming out without. (laughs) First thing I'm going to fucking mention. Um, This sounds so accusatory. Doesn't it? Yeah. Everyone's looking to see if it was you. Did you fucking do it? Like, I mean, is like, that, is was, that really him? Were you involved in insider trading? Was that you? <laughs> Did you get away with it? That's what it fucking sounds like. But then I, I guess it, it's, everyone wants you to come through. Are we talking about a birth? Here's Jesus the thing. Christ. At the end of the day, with a song called Everybody's Working for the Weekend, you have to assume to some extent 
that this song is about the everyday grind. That's right. That's what you initially take away from. Because even when you read the synopsis of how they came up with the name, that he was out somewhere and no one was there, and he realized the reason that no one is there is because everyone's at work and everybody is just working through the week to get to the weekend. These lyrics have nothing to do with that. They're talking They've abandoned that concept. About you like you're some kind of like fucking star of some kind at first. And I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I can't tell if you're supposed to be the rocker or you're supposed to be the person who's working a 9 to 5 job. They don't do a very good job at all of fucking, you know, you know, tuning you into what the fuck is going on there. And then in verse two, you turn into a perp. Yeah. I mean, it 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 just nothing connects. They want you to come through. There's all this pressure. Yeah. You know, everyone's hoping it'll all work out. Paula said something. Yeah, I guess we're hoping to. Everyone's waiting. They're holding out. And again, it's kind of like, you know, everybody's going crazy. And, And sure enough, like we get to the chorus and we're reminded everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody wants a new romance. Hey, hey, Everybody's going off the deep end, just <laughs> losing their minds. Everybody needs a second chance. Oh. <clears throat> On the drive over here, Mark, I had such a clear picture of what we might be talking about. Uh-huh. But then I get in the room with you and we go over these things. And I want to pull my hair out. Yeah. I want to pull what's left of my goddamn hair out. Because yeah. I, I, I had somewhat of a, you know, maybe this is what it's about. Trying to relate to the work and man. And then we get here and we find out that that's not what it seems yeah. at all. I mean, it, it's there's nothing to that goes along with that. <sighs> yeah, it would be like having a song that's like called... Uh, those in glass in glass houses shouldn't throw stones and then the lyrics are about like the industrial revolution <laughs> and some little kid who invented bubble gum or about it's like, gardening yeah what does this have to do with i mean the song title see like kind of lends itself to be about you know hypocrisy and stuff and it's like ah, ah, ah. Nope. no 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 <laughs> we've decided to make it about people who are losing their minds and about how they're all staring at you and looking at you we're to, we're to pull them through. Suddenly and it's like that person is on trial. And yeah. is he going to come out of the other side of this? Is he going to be in jail or not? That's I mean, that's essentially what verse two sounds like. Hoping it'll all work out. This whole this whole thing that I read, besides the post chorus, which. Well, let's do the post-chorus again. There's two post-choruses here. Um, This, I think that this is where um, this is where that. It's right after this post-chorus that this. It's not even a solo. It's just it's just the hook played as a solo. It's really bad. You want a piece of my heart? You better start from the start. You want to be in the show? Come on, baby, let's go. And yeah, we've got the weird guitar solo thing. Um, and at the end of it, we've got another. You want a piece of my heart? I, he just does the what you want. You want a piece of my heart a couple times. 
Um, and then tells people, come on, baby, let's go, whoever the baby is. Um, they do a back-to-back. -back. You want a piece of my heart, you better start from the start. You want to be in the show, come on, baby, let's go. Uh, maybe? Show, I, I'm Mark. This shit is fucking mind-boggling. How did it go to number two? How the fuck did this happen? I, I don't know. Dude, lowest goddamn common denominator. I'm pissed. This is one that I'm pissed at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, so it many, uh, just, it's just bizarre. Um, the <laughs> song meeting. The one that I have right from the get-go, it's the second comment. You better start from the start, quotation marks. What was the best they could do? Pretty dumb. And <laughs> Goat Llama had it figured out. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Thank God. Oh, Sometimes. yeah, this song was used in the uh, Chris Farley Chippendale skit. This yeah. song is genius. What is fucking genius? It was used in Zoolander, too, which is fantastic. Wow. wow. Love, love, love. It always came to me as a story of all these people going out to a party on the weekend. Hence, everybody's working for the weekend and they get in some fight or someone gets killed or something. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you for that fill in. <laughs> now I understand. Oh, I think this song is just about looking forward to having an awesome weekend. How which weekend each weekend is a new chance for romance and fun. That's kind of what I brought over here. This song is about every guy in town trying to fuck the same girl. <laughs> or trying to get the same girl to fuck him. Oh, that's great. Uh, and someone gets in a fight or killed or something. This song is about a Coke dealer. <laughs> Loverboy were a huge Coke band. Most of the 80s bands were because that was what was going on in the 80s music <laughs> industry. Just check out their lyrics to their song Jump, the title itself being a Coke reference. Jump? And they got a bunch of lyrics to a song called Jump, which is apparently about cocaine. And apparently they think this song is about cocaine, too, because why not? The, 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 the picture that I'm going to post is essentially the poster board for cocaine, the poster for cocaine use. It looks like it. It exactly looks like it. Yeah. <clears throat> Working for the weekend means you show up at your jobs all week so you can afford to cut loose on the weekends. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We know that. What do the rest of the lyrics fucking mean? Someone else thinks this song is about drugs. I don't know if this is just like something do people do on song meetings where they try to make everything about drugs. Man, do you know how many times that we've heard just people try to relate everything to drugs on on on? Man, people got problems, dude. They I think this song refers to problem. drugs, and the narrator is the drug dealer. Everyone's watching to see what you will do. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone's wondering, will you come out tonight? Everyone's trying to get it right. It's about Coke. I think this means all the addicts are obsessed with your schedule and are dying to know if you're going to bring the drugs. It's about Coke. That makes the most sense. That does. That absolutely <laughs> does. It's everybody's looking at you, that Coke paranoia. Oh, my God. We figured it out, Mark. Yeah, this song's it only took cocaine. 34 minutes. Jeez. From here on out, we will, we will go on record as saying that this song is probably about cocaine. This is why you and I couldn't relate. Yeah. This is, I mean, we're both, not, neither one of us really all that involved with cocaine. No. This is why we didn't understand it. Oh, I, I bet this song is click, crystal fucking clear to a, a, a fucking <laughs> Canadian coke addict in 1980 or 81 or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. Oh, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it. Um, Which suddenly makes it creepier. People that love this song love this song. That's weird. 
Yeah, I, I've I've known this about this song for the better portion of my life, and I really don't like this song. <laughs> Here's Bob from Synecdoche, Synecdoche, New York. When I was a kid, I always thought they meant they were working on the weekend. <laughs> Some people would go camping for the weekend. They were working. Hey, Bob, Listen, me too. This is this is America today. Yeah, you know we're not the way know, it goes. We're, we're, there's no days off. There's no weekend anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's all just a hellscape. It is. Uh, <laughs> it totally is. Creep factor. Uh, even though there's nothing like, you know, overtly sexually creepy about it, it sounds creepy to me. The music sounds creepy to me. It does. It does. And that the fact that there's... It's like, coming to get ya, coming to get... You know, it just has this drive to it that's this unwarranted, unwanted, unsolicited drive to it. Like, ooh, get away. No one asked for you. Exactly. Nobody asked for you, lover boy. I'm giving it... Even though there's nothing like overtly sexual in the lyrics, I'm still giving it a 4.8. <laughs> You're insane. No, I'm uh, still giving I'm gonna it I'm going to give this song a two. Are you really? There's nothing creepy in this song. I think it is. I mean, he says, baby, let's go. But that's like the creepiest thing. I mean, yeah, it nope. sounds a little greasy. But I stand by it. That's fine. I stand by it. 4.8. It's It just sounds It sounds creepy. 0.2. <laughs> Like, you're, if they were to put heavy breathing, you're putting your own heavy breathing in this song. into the song. If that, if that, it, it was it was made for heavy breathing, Mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I got a song that's made for heavy breathing for you. Now this one, this one. Now this one, guys. It's going to be a couple of weeks before we get to the big one. I can't wait. I just oh, I, yeah. I think about it every day. <laughs> I think about it every day, Mark. Yeah. But we got a good one, the next one. Yeah. We got a real good one. I'm going to tell you right now that there is going to be some offensive language in this next song. I'll put a disclaimer on the beginning of the next one as well. But there is a um, a song, a word that is used in the song that is part of the reason that we're going to be doing it that is offensive to, um, to uh, some people. The song we're going to do is shoop. There are words in this song that I'm not going to mind hearing you say. Oh, mm-hmm. there will be a lot of good song, a lot of good words, a lot of good song words, and a, a lot of good, some of those good song words, some of them good good words. Um, so in the meantime, throw on "Shoop" by Salt and Peppa. Try to forget about Lover Boy. <laughs> Please do your best. Get some sort of brain bleach and just cram it into your ears. Put it on a rag. Put it at the end of a screwdriver. Cram, repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get it all out of there. And you know what? To be honest with you, today's Friday. So go ahead and crank Loverboy up one more time. Get ready for the weekend and know that next Friday you'll be listening to Shoop by Salt and Peppa. <laughs> infinitely better song. Yeah, but in a lot of ways, infinitely worse. Uh, a much higher creep factor. Yes, for this sure. Be, yeah. Um, so uh, please tell some friends. Tell a couple of friends. Please have them tell some friends. Mm-hmm. Go out and surprise, um, su- <laughs> surprise everyone you work with. Um, you know, bring it into the workplace. Just be, hey, there's these two I don't guys. Know if that's a good idea. Oh yes, it is, Mark. Yeah, it is. <laughs> bring it in. Hey, you know, remember when we were all saying about working for the weekend and how we're going to have a weekend off? These two guys talked about it. We're going to listen together. These guys are talking about some woman trying to like 
sexually molest some dude that she picked up on the street and then tried to get and then got pregnant with his baby. Mark, you're going deep. You're going oh. deep. You're going all the way back I to the know. beginning. Well, you know, sometimes you got But yes, get everybody together in the conference room and listen to that one and then work your way through and then send us an email. Tell us what you think. And then when you think of a fucking creepy ass song, send it to us. Or misunderstood song or, or misunderstood. just bad lyrics. Questionable at best. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back next Friday with more Lyrics to Go. Somewhere between my mouth and your ears Some words got lost The idea wandered on Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>